learn to give to God. You have to learn to give to God. Number one thing in your life should be the gospel. The number one thing. He says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all other things shall be added unto you. Shall be added. It didn't say you should go and seek them. Shall be added. Once your pursuit is in things of God, the glory of Christ, everything else will come to you in abundance. Doesn't matter where you are right now. One of the things you can immediately begin to do is seeding rhapsody into the lives of others. Seeding rhapsody. How are you going to get rhapsody into the hands of other people? How are you going to get them to have rhapsody? To change their lives? How are you going to do it? How about getting rhapsody to the hospitals where sick people can, can discover that Christ has made them whole? Are you going to be a part of this? What about the schools? What about the offices? The various companies, various organizations where people meet every week. We have many of God's people, many of saints around the world. They, every day they're going to the office. Every day they're going to the office. They take a pack of rhapsodies with them. Every day. Because they're going to distribute rhapsody at work. Do the same. Plan now. Maybe you want to start with a few copies. Maybe five copies. Maybe ten copies. Plan doing it. What are you going to do every month? You've got to become an effective distributor of God's Word. Purpose rejuvenates. It strengthens. It gives you direction. It gives you fuel to run. Fuel to move. Renew the attitude of your mind. When you lose your peace, it's a confession that you don't believe and depend on God. Or do you think, nor do you think that God is dependable. When you are confident and you have that peace of God guarding and protecting and ruling over your heart, it's a confession that you know that the one whom you believe in and the one that you trust in is dependable. Your thought life can affect your peace life. You're listening to The Phenomenal Life with Pastor Michi. Have you found some people, for me, I personally find it very disturbing. You know, when I give my word for something, I, I mean it. I give my word for it. That means, don't bug me. I gave you my word. That is enough. You know, there are people who you, you give them your word, you know, then they call you in the morning and say, you remember what you said? They call you in the night, you remember what you said? They call you two minutes after, you remember what you said? After a while, like, calm down. I'm not like people that disappointed you. When I gave you my word, I'm watching my word. You know, I'm watching my word. Have you, have you ever had that friend who you trust? And they say, I'm coming, I will come to see you. And it's five o'clock, they don't show up. They told you they were going to come by 5 o'clock. 5 o'clock, they don't show up. Everybody else is agitated. Is he going to come? You say, no, I know this one. He will come. 
you know, I know this one, he will come. Six o'clock, will he come? He said, no, I know the person who will come. The next day, will he come? He said, no, I know him, he will come. Everybody else has given faith, but you say, no, I know this one. This one does not break his word. This one will come. And when they show up, you don't start saying, why didn't you come? You just know when they showed up, it was the right time for them to show up because this one is dependable. When you lose your peace, it's a confession that you don't believe and depend on God, or do you think? Nor do you think that God is dependable. When you are confident and you have that peace of God guarding and protecting and ruling over your heart, it's a confession that you know that the one whom, whom you believed in and the one that you trust in is dependable. Say amen. amen. Get that scripture back up. Look at that. It says, and the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep God, protect your heart. Then look at that again. Your minds. Through Christ Jesus. Your mind. God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of a sound mind. Look at how he tells us to do it in verse 8. Whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, then he says, think on these things. Think on these things. Your thought life can affect your peace life. If you have a jumbled, um, 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 erratic, um, um, chaotic thought life, you will lose your peace. You will give up your peace. If you set your mind, set your mind, set your mind on things that are honest, you know, things that are true, things that are just, things that are pure, things that are lovely, things that are of a good report, if there are virtue, things that are virtuous, things that are of praise, that are praiseworthy, if you set your mind on these things, you've set your mind on peace. Then you say, what are these things? The word of God. The word of God is true. The word of God is honest. The word of God is just. The word of God is pure. The word of God is lovely. The word of God is God's report and it's a good report. The word of God is virtue. The word of God is praise. You know, so that's why I say meditate on the word. Meditate on the word. Peace is your power of control. Write that down. Peace is your power of control. Let's look at that. Colossians chapter 3. Verse number 15. It says, And let the peace of God rule, rule in your hearts. What does it mean? Let the peace of God command, control in your hearts. Let the peace of God be the power of control in your hearts. It says, To the which ye are called in one body. Which, it says, To the which, that is, you are called to peace. You are called to peace. To the which ye are called in one body. And be ye thankful. Yet again, you see that. Now, we've seen your fellowship with the Holy Spirit, your fellowship with the Word, then it shows you praise. Praise keeps your mind on God. Praise keeps your mind. Praise and thanksgiving and worship 
keeps you in a place where you can maintain your peace. And when peace is there, if you look at the Amplified, the Amplified says in this verse, it says, the peace of God should rule like a referee or like an umpire. He says, and let the peace, soul harmony, which comes from Christ, rule, act as an umpire continually. That means this peace is commanding peace. This peace is regulating peace. Look at it. What does a referee do? What does a referee do? I mean, if you're playing a match and there's a whooper, foul, foul, foul. Stop there. Stop there. You can't do that. Foul. So your mind is about to go somewhere. Some thoughts are about to go here. Peace will just blow your whistle. Whooper. You are not permitted to be anxious. Rough place. Stop there. Stop there. It says, let the peace of God be the regulator. Let the peace of God be the umpire. Say, no. This body, this body is at peace. Do you know sickness is called disease? Disease out of ease, out of peace, out of peace. As soon as that growth starts coming, as soon as that pain starts coming, as soon as that disease starts showing up, it is a disease. And when Jesus met people, you know what he said to them? He said, your faith has made you sozo. Your faith has made you whole. The word sozo is salvation. It says your faith has brought you to salvation. But this salvation is not just salvation from sin. It's wholeness, completeness. Then it says nothing missing, nothing bro broken. That means your, your faith has brought you into harmony with God's will. What is sickness in the body? Sickness is a discord from the will of God manifested in your body. Sickness is being out of sync with God's will and purpose. So you say to yourself, peace be unto my body. When you say peace be unto my body, you're saying I'm bringing my body into harmony with God's will and purpose. This is why when your thought life is wrong, sooner than later it will show up in your body. It will show up because when your thought life is wrong, you are now in disharmony with God's thoughts, God's will. You've gone out of sync. It's like anything that is um, working together as a unit. As soon as it goes off of unit, after a while, you start having friction. After a while, it gets heated up. After a while, poof, there's an explosion. If you hold envy, bitterness, jealousy in your heart, wait for a while. If you keep that thing for so long, after a while, it will create heat, heat, and one day, it will show up cancer in your body. One day, it will show up, you know, ulcer in your body. So God says, no, control your thoughts. Bring your thoughts into harmony with my will. And if your thought is in harmony with my will, then there's a free flow of my life. If there was disease, as my life starts flowing into your body, my life would destroy every sickness, every disease, and bring you to ease. Jesus said, all ye that labor and are heavy laden. He said, come unto me. Then he says, I will give you rest. That means I will bring you into harmony with God's will and purpose for you. Because what is God's will and purpose for you? Rest, rest, rest. He wants you to live in equilibrium. Equilibrium. You know, do you know you need to learn how to live in equilibrium? You learn how to, that is why meditation is important. What do you do through meditation? Through meditation, you are bringing your mind 
and your body into equilibrium with God's word. You know, you go out, things shake you off, then you come back, you look at God's word, you are meditating on God's word. The settings are being corrected. The anxiety that was there is going down now. You are now in the peace zone. You know, peace zone, joy zone, you know, love zone. And all those toxic emotions leave your body. And before you know what's happening, you are just strong. That's why the scripture says, the joy of the Lord, the joy of the Lord is your strength. When you walk in joy, walk in peace, walk in this. Why? When you are this way, you will bear fruit. And he says, the fruit of the recreated human spirit is love, joy, peace. You are just in harmony with God's will. Peace be unto you. Oh, you better say amen. That's a powerful blessing there. Peace be unto you. Do you know what I just said to you? Let everything about your life come into harmony with God's will and purpose. Come to sync. Sync your purpose. Sync your will. Sync your finances. Sync your family with God's will and purpose. I refuse to be agitated. I refuse to be anxious. I refuse to be bitter. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. In a world where wrong is being sold as right and acts of wickedness are perpetrated and celebrated, it is dangerous to live without a proper guidance. In Christ Embassy, we teach you how to do life the God way through teachings that are founded on the scriptures and by the leading of the Holy Spirit. Worship with us every Sunday by 8 a.m. and every Wednesday by 12 noon and 5 p.m. respectively at Christ Embassy Boundless Grace Church, Loveboat City, Atali Farm Road, Port Harcourt. For more inquiries, kindly call 070-6159-6095 or 081-4036-2545. Christ Embassy, giving your life a meaning. Welcome back. Until you discover your purpose. When you discover your purpose, it is, let me give you an example. I mean, I can, I can, I, I can do pastoral work morning till night. The next day I'm up and I'm doing it again. And the next year I'm up and I'm doing it. And while I'm doing it again, while I'm doing it, I'll just be fresh. You know, I'll just be fresh. I'll just be good. I'll just be fine. And I'll be happy. I'll be happy doing it because for me it's not a job it's a calling it's a calling this is why I came this is the food that I have that nobody knows about this food it rejuvenates me when I think about it like this you know, when I think about it, when I'm praying for the brethren, I'm praying with joy in my heart. When I'm, I'm just so glad. When I hear something good has happened to someone or for someone, I'm so happy. Happy! Because I've discovered that is why I was born. You know, that's why I was born. Come on, praise God. Purpose rejuvenates. It strengthens. It gives you direction. It gives you um, 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 fuel to run, fuel to move. Uh, you know, I like what someone said. It says a job is J-O-B, just over broke. Huh? Just over broke. 
That's what Job is. Just over broke. Some people dread Monday. They dread Monday. When Monday is coming like this, they are having heart palpitations. Why? Because they are going to the office. You know, they are going to the office. And sad if that person is the church staff. You know, terrible for you. Very sad. Monday, you are, you are like this. What? I'm going to the office. You are going to work in the house of God, but you are dreading it. Why are you dreading it? You know? Your mind. It says, renew the attitude of your mind. Renew the attitude of your mind. Like I talked about the woman who gave birth to the child. You cry, you prayed, though. You prayed for the child. You prayed for the child. The child has come. You are, you are raising the child, helping the child, but you are having a headache. Why is your head aching? It's not because you walk from morning to night. It is the thoughts that are inside your head that is making your body re, you know, release certain enzymes that your body has nothing to release. And you are thinking, 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 thinking. You're, boom, 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 boom. You're, Stop thinking like this. Stop thinking like this. We don't, we don't do well with this kind of thoughts. That's why your head is aching. There is another woman who will have, okay, you, you say, Pastor, I'm just so tired. This child, I'm putting inside school. Then you take a child and you go and put inside one school. Then there's a woman in that class with 20 of children that are like your own, your own daughter. That is your problem times 20. And when you come to pick the child after school, the woman is smiling and saying, Madam, you're welcome. The man is not holding her hand and saying, Hey! 20 children from hell. You know? No! How come that woman is able to be with those children? How come she's able to be with those children? Because a lot of people who go into teaching and go into school, a lot of them, they don't do it for money. A lot of them, they do it because they've discovered purpose. The very successful educationists are people that have discovered purpose. So I say to you, mother, why don't you just change your attitude and start thanking God for the wonderful children that God has given to you? You know, and even when they do something wrong and they miss their way, you think of it from, this is an opportunity for me to teach something, an opportunity for me to put something. And you remember, when you were a child, you may have been worse than your daughter. Come on, amen. But your mother did a good job. Your parents did a good job. And look at how you turned out. You know, look at how you turned out. So what am I saying here? Instead of looking for unemployment, deploy God gifts in you. You know, employment limits you. God didn't call you to look or seek employment. You didn't come to this world to get a job. You see, this is one of the reasons why I do not understand. I do not understand Christians who are unemployed. I don't understand it. You know, I don't get it. You, you, you're looking for employment, you'll be limited. You'll be living life waiting for a salary. You know, nobody got out of poverty from a salary. Nobody did. Nobody did. All you need to do is discover your purpose, discover all the things that God has given you and has put inside you, then start deploring them. You know, start deploring. You know, many people, have gotten wealth and gotten success just by deploying what God has put in them that they discovered. Okay, give you an example. I'm teaching you now. 
Do you know how I found out I could teach? I, I didn't know I could teach. I, I didn't know. I, I, I never thought in my mind that I could teach. I discovered, I discovered one. One day, as I got born again, I kept reading the scriptures. And I'll read the scriptures, and I'll read, and I thought everybody was seeing what I was seeing. So I had some friends in school. When we're done studying at home, when we come to school during the break, we exchange notes and we talk about what we read. So we read, we come back, and I say, oh, this is what I learned from the scriptures. Then I read the scriptures, then I talk to them, then they're all looking at me strange, like, what are you seeing? How did you see that? And I'm like, wait, hold on, it's, it's clear, it's there. Then suddenly I found out that I was seeing things in scriptures that my friends were not seeing. Who understands what I'm saying? I found out that there was a layer, another layer of understanding. I didn't, I didn't pray for it. I didn't ask for it. Suddenly, I found out that, you know, at first, I, it, I didn't take note of it. But as time went on, I could see there was a difference between myself and my friends. They were born again. They were filled with the Spirit. But every time we came together and I started sharing God's Word, it, after a while, it got to the point where everybody was waiting for what I had to say because I, I, I seemed to have a deeper understanding. Suddenly, I realized that if God was showing me something that he wasn't showing everybody else, that means a responsibility has been given to me to share what I was finding out. You know, to share what I was finding out. So now you have that, then suddenly I discovered that there is something. Now in the pursuit of that, I've learned now, you know, how to communicate what God has given to me. What God has given to me. What are you doing? Have you discovered, you know, I, I'm just so surprised that some people, let me tell you some, something. I'm surprised that some people who, who are proud of running away from purpose. Have you met people like that? Eh? They, they brag about the foolishness of running away from purpose, like Jonah. They say, I know God called me. I know God called me to this, but I'm not ready. I'm not ready. I'm not just wondering, like, are you stupid? How more stupid could you be? How more foolish could you be? How could you be, how could you be bragging about walking away from purpose? Didn't you hear what Jesus said? He said, what would it profit a man if he gained the whole world and lose his soul? That's not just salvation. It's not just about salvation. Because at the end, at the end, at the end, at the end, God's reward for you will not just be that you did good things. God's reward for you will be based on you doing what he created you to do. So God's blessings and God's rewards and God's commendations are not based on you doing what you thought you should do, but you doing what he called you to do. If you came to church and you walked in church and all of a sudden you start seeing things, there are certain things in the church that get your attention, instead of complaining, why don't you discover if this thing is disturbing you, maybe you were called to fix it. You were called to fix it. You were assigned to fix it. Jesus looked at people and when he looked at people, he saw them as, as sheep without shepherd. What did he become? A shepherd. He became the good shepherd. 
He saw them as sheep without shepherd. He looked at the world and he saw darkness. What did he become? The light of the world. He became the light of the world. One of the ways you discover God's purpose for your life is the things that get you agitated. The things that get you agitated. If you come in to a church and you look out and you say, ah, I'm young. I'm not seeing as many young people in this church like me. You just discovered your purpose. Your purpose is to bring more young people into that church. Have you ever been in a place, people were sitting down in a room and they were all sitting down laughing, talking, laughing, talking. Everybody seemed okay and satisfied. Then you just walk into the room and you say, oh, what's smelling? Everybody is fine. Then you say, what's smelling? You say, nothing is smelling. You say, no, 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 something is, something is smelling. Something is not right here. Then suddenly, everybody is sitting down. Nobody is even trying to check. You start looking for what's smelling until you find that thing and you remove it. Everybody sat down. Nobody was moved by it. But when you stepped in, something in you could not continue to stay with that situation. You needed to change it. You needed to resolve it because that is how you were wired. Each of us came with our destiny inside us. And one of the ways you will know the purpose of God for your life is that when you interact with situations, purpose will call out. Purpose will call out. It will call out with dissatisfaction. It will call out with concerns. It will call out with you wanting to cause change. And you know, that's why the Holy Spirit comes to live in us. He says, and you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost is come upon you. What's power? Dynamic ability to cause changes. You will not just complain about the situation, you will change it. Praise God. Thank you for listening to The Phenomenal Life with Pastor Michi. You can worship with us every Wednesday at 12 p.m. and 5 p.m. respectively, and every other Sunday at 8 a.m. prompt at Christ Embassy Boundless Grace Church, Love Wall City, Atali Farm Road, Port Harcourt. You can also participate in our services via King's Chat, Sea Love World, Sea Tunes, and other social media platforms. For more inquiries, kindly call 0814-036-2545 or 0706-159-6095. God bless you. If you want to receive the life of God in your spirit, you want to be born again, you want to receive God's love, you don't want to live life without this, I want you to pray this prayer after me. Place your right hand on your chest. That's your act of faith. Place your right hand on your chest. Lift up the other hand above your head now and pray this prayer after me. Say, Dear God, I thank you very much for the gift of your son Jesus. The Lord Jesus died for my sake he died for my sins he died to give me life today I believe in my heart and I confess with my mouth that Jesus is Lord of my life Jesus is my Savior I receive the eternal life of God into my spirit I receive remission for my sins I am born again I am a child of God. 
all things are passed away all things are become new you're my father and i'm your son thank you father in jesus name amen if you pray that prayer with me i want to pray for you now in the name of the lord jesus i pray according to your faith and the confession of your lips you're born again you've been transported from the domain of darkness and now you're a member of god's house i pray that christ will dwell in your heart by faith that you know together with all saints the length depth breadth and height of god's love in the name of the lord jesus today your new life begins the old is gone and you are blessed to be a blessing and from today you walk in that blessing and you distribute and dispense that blessing everywhere you go in jesus name amen the message of the week is every tree of forest think about it this year of the prolific church what else would you expect and every tree of forest did you ever hear somebody say a tree cannot make a forest they were wrong the bible says a tree can make a forest so the potential is there in you to become a forest they think they think we are trying to be bold no we are not trying to be bold Sometimes they think we are trying to be something. We are not trying to be something. We are bold. We are something. Do you understand it? We are the seed of Abraham. Shout hallelujah. You're going to listen to this message this week. That's the message of the week. So you go to the Pastor Chris Digital Library and download that message of the week and listen to it again and again this message of the week every tree a forest is available on the pastor chris digital library subscribe now pastor chris digital library a place of solutions